Eagles Entertainment. On Tuesday, December 7th, defensive coordinator Jonathan Gannon spoke to the media. Hey, Coach, appreciate you taking the time today. Yes, thank you. Happy Tuesday, guys. We'll get started here with Jimmy Kemsky and then John McMullen. Hey, Jonathan. Uh, I don't think we get to speak with you next week, so maybe a little early for a question on your next matchup, but I wanted to get your thoughts on what Terry McLaurin is as a player. And in the past, uh, both last year and when he played for the Lions, uh, Slay has typically followed him. Uh, will he do that with you as well? Yeah, Terry, you know, he's a very explosive uh, player. Uh, they do a good job of manufacturing touches for him. He can beat you on all three levels, you know, quick game, the intermediate game. He can take the top off. He's got excellent ball skills, gets in and out of the cut very fast. He's physical. He's good catch after the run. This is a, this is a top-tier player. Um, so we're going to have to have a good plan for him. And uh, not quite sure about what we're going to do um, as far as matchups yet, but uh, we'll get to that as we get going here later in the week. Go ahead, John, and then Jeff McLean. Hey, JG. Um, What's up, John? How you doing? Good, man. Uh, what's this week uh, going to be like for you and your staff? What What have you kind of your thought process as far as self scout, as far as more time for for Washington? How, how do you think you're going to handle it? Yeah. So what we're doing right now is we're actually going to meet this afternoon. We had some. Uh, different things we wanted to look at as a staff, um, some with the head coach, some without the head coach. And really it just comes down to John about just trying to improve, you know, everything that we're doing. And uh, how can we improve a little bit by, you know, all the variables that go into improvement. And, um, and then we'll start looking at Washington here later on in the day and, and the end of this week. And then we'll start kind of, you know, refocus back on Monday and start tr treat it like a true game week uh, so to speak, but uh, we'll have a jump on him a little bit. Jeff and then Zach Berman. Uh, John, what happened on the back-to-back -back, um, <clears throat> goal line plays uh, where they, someone snuck through? Was Were those busted coverages? Was it, was it the same kind of mistake, or, or was it just something that, uh, you know, they did they, they were able to execute successfully? Yeah, they, they the one was a little bit of a, uh, a trickier route, and, um, you know, I probably could have got us in a better call there. Didn't really love the call down there, but uh, and then the other one that they they just they, that they hit on was a well-executed play by them. So one of the things we're looking at just always you know keep simplifying our communication, our rules, whatever that is within certain coverages, and hopefully do a little bit better job executing in the red zone. Go ahead, Zach, and then Bo Wolf. Hey, Jonathan, a game-specific question: What changed for you guys after that second and third drive? And then from a big picture, uh, from a big picture perspective, what's the value in your eyes of time of possession? Uh, you know, what changed is, is, you know, we, we, the game kind of started a little odd, you know, them being where they were and you'd like to keep them to a field goal there. And we didn't. And then, uh, you know, what, what they were, what they kind of how they attacked us early. Um, they did a couple things that I didn't, you know, really in my mind, thought that they were going to attack because they attacked us a little bit differently than I thought, honestly. So um, when we came off there, then, you know, we talked about it as a staff. It was, hey, we got to make some adjustments here. What calls do we need to get to? How do we got to start playing to kind of stop the bleeding? And um, what, I'm, what I'm very proud about, you know, we had a meeting yesterday with our players, 
And even the, as the game didn't go as we wanted it to, as it didn't start the way we wanted it to start, obviously, uh, there was no panic, uh, good resilience by our guys. And they said, okay, well, what are we going to play? What are we going to run? And let's start executing at a higher level. And JG, you do a better job and we'll do a better job and we'll get this thing turned around. So it was good to, uh, it was good to see us, you know, kind of get rolling when we did because we needed to. And, you know, the time of possession thing, that, that, it goes over a little. It goes over my head a little bit because, like in the game, you're not really thinking about man. Our offense is out there for a while, or we're, you know, or vice versa. Um, I do know that uh, you know we were when they went down at the beginning of the second half. There, you know, we talked about to our guys if we could go three and out here, you know, they're they're kind of rolling a little bit, and time of possession is going to get out of hand in the third quarter. You know, because you looked up and there was you know, whatever that drive was. And we did. We went three and out and got the ball back, and we didn't touch the field till the fourth quarter. So, you know, the value of that, our guys resting, drinking Gatorade on the sideline, and the, and the scores going up for you, there's, there's a lot of value to that. But, you know, honestly, we, don't, we just want to do our part and do a good job with how it helps the team, and we're not really worried about time of possession. Go ahead, Bo, and then Martin Frank. Hey, Jonathan, I wanted to ask you about two of the young guys in the secondary. Um, with, with Marcus Epps, you know, you've talked about getting him involved more at safety, and we've seen that rotation. Is that something that you think will grow uh, over these last four games? And then uh, with Zach McPherson, we've seen him uh, thrown into the, you know, into the mix as an injury replacement a bunch. How, how has he handled things? Yeah, good question, Bo. Yes, with Marcus, yes to your question. You know, he's doing a good job for us. And like I always say, you know, with – different packages and different situations in the game and injuries and, you know, everyone that has a jersey on game day, we expect to come in and, and play well. And then uh, with Zach, you know, he came in and played because Steve got nicked. And I really thought that he made a big-time improvement this week as far as, you know, just his eye discipline, his alignments, made a couple plays. Um, you know, the one PI, I'm, I'm completely okay with the defensive holding. Like, that was good, tight, sticky coverage. Call didn't go his way. But um, I think he re- did a really good job of the snaps that he played. He, uh, he did a good job for us. So, uh, it's, it, you know, you always hear me talk about, especially for young guys, game reps are invaluable. No, that's not the right word. Game reps are the most critical, most valuable thing for a young guy and um, even more so than practice reps because when you do make mistakes in a game that's the best form of learning in my opinion and you don't want to make a lot of mistakes but you know he's he's doing a good job of not making the same mistake you know multiple times and and he's playing well go ahead martin and then chris franklin hey jonathan if i could kind of like ask you to expand on that a little bit um you know, a lot of these guys are getting reps um, with, you know, playoff chase going on and everything like that. And, you know, I'm sure over the final four games, you know, guys like you mentioned and also Milton and maybe Davion if he comes back. I mean, how valuable in the, for their growth is that, like, not only get the reps in a game, but get them in, you know, kind of a playoff situation? Yeah, I mean, big time you know these are obviously meaningful games and they're playing meaningful football right now which is always as a team you want to you know your games to count for something in in December and January and um, you know they know what's at stake you know from the from the coaches and from the older players that know how this the NFL works later in the year 
and um, it's good. And and you know they're they're soaking it in, and they got they're all business, and they they're going about their business just like they have been. But knowing that the you know because I always laugh, it's like well this game's a huge game. Well, so is San Francisco, so is Atlanta. They all count the same. What what's a little bit different that I talk to our guys about is is now you see kind of the end of the tunnel. And you can kind of start, you know, seeing the ramifications of win and losses, you know, and, and it's and I told those guys, you have to block that out. They all count as one. So all you worry about is how do we improve and beat Washington? That's what that's our main objective is everything should all our focus right now is to beat the Washington Redskins, Washington football team. Go ahead, Chris, and then Mike K. Hey, Jonathan, on page one of most like playbooks, there's usually a slogan or a mantra that teams put in there. What's the, the mantra that you guys use on that page one? Where's the defense currently at today when comparison to that slogan? And how close is the defense to basically being what you envision compared to that slogan? Yeah, um, the one, you know, I told you guys I'm not a big slogan guy and you know, I don't, you know, NFL players are very motivated and uh, it is our job sometimes to get them going a little bit. But uh, the guys that we have in the building, there's not a lot of need for that, in my opinion. Um, the thing that I put up for the defense of our, we don't have a playbook, but uh, number one was the defense and number two was you. And I told them as long as it follows that order with how you would, how, how you approach your job, how you handle yourself, how you conduct yourself, as long as you have that order the correct way, we'll be okay and you can play here. And, um, you know, as far as where the defense is, is, you know, you're never, a, you're never a finished product. You're always trying to improve. That's what the head coach talks about. That's what we talk about with our guys, you know. And like I've said before, you want to be ascending and getting better each week and be, you know, playing, you know, good, sound football, and uh, you, you don't want to be making a bunch of mistakes and you don't want the performances to go up and down. You know, you want to keep ascending in a positive way. And I think we're right there. I mean, there's a lot of work ahead of us, um, but I feel good about where we're at. We'll take two more here. So go ahead, Mike, and then Ed Cracks. Hey, JG. Um, I know you guys have a developmental period during practice uh, where some of the younger guys or the guys lower on the depth chart kind of get to play a little bit more. And I know uh, there are a lot of instances where guys on special teams can sometimes stand out and then you think they work on defense. Is there a guy this season who's really taken advantage of those opportunities to earn some time on defense this year um, at the bottom of the roster? Uh, not that anyone stands out. I think they all do a really good job. You know, you know, just what we talk about reps are reps are huge. So anytime that we can, we can practice in our scheme, you know, and that's, you know, offense versus defense. Those are, those are, you know, very valuable reps to our guys. I think some of the younger, you know, DBs that we have in here, some of the younger linebackers, the back seven guys, those are, those are, you know, big time reps because just we play our stuff and and it's unscouted and you got to go out there and get a line right and get the communication right get your eyes right and and function within our scheme and there's a lot of teaching and correction off of that and on top of that is the the you know the ones and twos are juicing them pretty good if the offense is whooping them so uh there's a little bit of pressure it's not just like some you know, let's just throw the ball out and play six reps. There's, there's, uh, we, we, we tally that, we compete at that, and they take that to heart. Go ahead, Ed. 
Yeah, hey, JG. Uh, hey, yeah, just getting back. In, uh, I'm great. Great. Thank you. Um, when the Jets scored on their first three drives, then, you know, they're staring at a third and short and Josh Sweat makes that big sack. I mean, how big is that for momentum uh, to kind of turn the momentum? And then how was he able to make that play, Josh Sweat? Yeah, it was good because we that was that was our you know a three and out there. So you know they they went down the field, went down the field, went down the field, and it's like all right, okay, that's we kind of adjusted some calls. So this is how we're gonna go, and um, you know I think there was a we we on first down we we fit the it was a quick game concept. We had a good match. They ran the ball on second down. Fletch made an excellent play. We get it to third down and went to one of our staples. And what you saw is you know that was one of the plays that the head coach showed to the team. When you stop the tape, when Zach hits his back foot, you know, Grave won. They singled Grave, and he pushed the guard right into the guy's lap and kind of bumped him out of the pocket. And Sweaty, with a second you know, second effort rush, turned the corner and sacked him and did a really good job, if you see guys go back and watch that play where, I mean, he hits, he hits Zach pretty flush, and he braces himself so he doesn't get the penalty. You know, because that you've shown that you've seen that show up a couple times where we have really good, you know, violent, clean contact where the flag comes out because we land on a guy and, you know, that was a violent, clean hit. Um, he lowered his target, which was good, and then you saw him brace to not get a penalty. And then the the other part of that is is what I was going to say is when you when you when he hit his back foot and he got bumped out of the pocket. All our coverage players are connected with the right leverage in the right position with their eyes right, and there's no air. And that's what typically it is, guys. It's rush and cover, cover and rush. And, you know, a shorter third down like that, you need to be tight. And all of our coverage players were tight, playing with the right leverage, with the right technique. So uh, that's what it takes in this league. Like, you got to be humming on all, all 11, got to be humming to have those type of plays. And, you know, to your point is I feel like that kind of – you know, probably settled our guys down a little bit. All right, let's get back to what what we need to do to win this game. And from then on, we executed at a pretty high level. So uh, the challenge to our guys is let's execute right from the jump a little bit better and be called a little bit better and um, go from there. Thanks for the time, Coach. Thank you, guys. Have a good week now. For more Eagles news and exclusive interviews, be sure to subscribe to all of our Eagles original podcasts, including Eagles Update, Eagles Insider, and Eagle Eye in the Sky.